Welcome to Afternoon Tea Detective Hour, where we put the kettle on, sit down with a hot beverage, and enjoy a cozy mystery together. This series is brought to you by Plum Deluxe Tea. Stay tuned at the end of this episode for information on how you can decide what happens in upcoming episodes. Welcome back, gang! This is the Afternoon Tea Detective Hour, where the world-famous detective E.G. Lavender shares his most harrowing adventures. E.G.! Oh, hope I'm not interrupting something. No, nothing serious. Just decorating for the holidays. Well, it looks positively magical in here. But say, would you still have time to share a detective story with our radio audience? Why, of course. In fact, I have one specially prepared for the season. Fantastic! This is a story from when I first started out as a junior detective in Pottsville. It's a story of intrigue. Paranoia, sabotage, and mistrust. It's a story about mistakes made and lessons learned. But it's also about the cooperation and togetherness that this season brings. I call this one, Holiday Disgrace. Now, this was about the time that Mayor Oolong was still in office and everyone was getting ready for the Winter Lights Festival. A time when everyone came together to kick off the holiday season by lighting up the famous town teapot. A shrub trimmed to look like, um, well, a, a teapot. Everyone was gathered and Lady Grey, the chairwoman of the Winter Lights Festival Council, was giving a speech. You don't mean the infamous inventor of the mind control tea! This was before her dalliance into crime. At least as far as I know. I'm always so grateful to be with you this time of year, to see the faces that have come through my tea shop all year long gathered together in one place. And so, my fellow residents of Pottsville, I present to you, Mayor Oolong for the Lighting of the Lights. All right. Thank you, Lady Grey. And thank you, good people of Pottsville, for allowing me the honor of ushering in this year's holiday season. As soon as the lights came up, they burned out, shrouding the courtyard in darkness. A chill came over the crowd. When the lights couldn't be relit, the people wandered away and rumors began to circulate. Rumors of sabotage. Or even... Ghosts. Finally, the Winter Lights Council had to call a meeting. Thank you all so much for coming. As you know, we're gathered here to look into the power failure at this week's lighting ceremony that so deeply disappointed us and our fellow townspeople. It must have been an accident! I think it was sabotage. I heard it might have been ghosts. <gasps> ghosts? Preposterous! Everyone, please. We've got to work on a plan. Rumors and speculation will get us nowhere. Now we've brought in a local electrician to give us her assessment of the situation. Hey, yeah, well, uh, my name's uh, Copper. Uh, I work for Pottsville Electric. 
I've assessed the situation, and uh, all I can tell you is that whatever happened at the lighting ceremony was localized to that area. It wasn't a widespread outage, and it wasn't a short out either. We would have registered that at the station. So I don't know what to tell you guys. Somebody who was in the area would have had to shut off the power in person. Who would do such a thing? The Holiday Lights Festival is a beloved institution. Pardon me, may I speak? Of course, Miss Clementine. My name is Clementine Gray, and I am, as many of you are, a local business owner. I've heard rumor that the lighting is to be rescheduled to the day of the holiday gift fair. Is that true? Yes, that is the plan. Well, I'm concerned that a failure to resolve this issue by that time may result in a less than favorable turnout to the market, one of the most important sales days of the year for many of us. I may have a solution for that. Now this may be the time to mention I was at this meeting as well. Not as a member of the council. I was on holiday from college, and I'd been personally invited by Mayor Oolong. But what I didn't know was... I've asked to join us today two local investigators, private detective E.G. Lavender and Miss Terrier the Ghost Hunter. The way I see it, at least one of the two of them should be able to get to the bottom of whatever's going on here. And the public should be reassured that both physical and metaphysical avenues are being pursued. Now, despite my slight dismay that the mayor didn't trust me completely to handle the case, I knew that this was my chance to show the town who I was and make my mark on potential future clients. So I did the professional thing, and I mingled a bit after the meeting before diving into the clues. Mm, we're so grateful for your vote, and we're so grateful oh, yeah. for your support. I heard there was Jay. Ah, Detective Lavender. So good to finally meet you. I've been meaning to stop by your office ever since you, uh, set up shop. Congratulations on landing this case, and, uh, good luck. You as well, Miss Terrier. You as well. So, she thought I was still wet behind the ears. I'd show her. The game was on. I started out at the scene of the disturbance, the town square. Went over every inch of the string of lights, which was, let me tell you, no small feat. Not even a broken bulb. Strange. So the culprit would have had to mess with the lights at the breaker, which was impressive as Mayor Oolong had been standing right by it up until she pulled the switch. I didn't expect much, but I dusted for Prince anyway, and I found a match I never could have anticipated. Mysteria. So either Mysteria had gotten to the scene before me and messed up everything doing some hocus-pocus ghost-summoning thing, or she was somehow involved with the whole scheme. But I couldn't start making wild accusations without knowing more about what actually happened. So I set up a series of interviews with the townspeople who had witnessed the event. The only problem was... The town square is haunted! It was ghosts! I know it! This whole place is, like, totally cursed! Ghosts! Okay, but what did you see? Guess what I told you, I saw ghosts. Ghosts then. Okay, so what did these ghosts look like? Look like? Why, you young fool, everybody knows ghosts are invisible. Then how did you... <clears throat> you know what? Never mind. Thank you for your time, sir. 
I was more convinced than ever that Miss Terrier was in on the job. This was just some sort of play to get everyone in town to believe in ghosts to boost her business or something. So I had a motive. But all I had was a motive and some evidence that could have easily been explained away. I needed some solid proof of what she'd done and how she'd done it. Now, I'll admit, after talking to all the townspeople, I was starting to feel like everyone in the town was on her side. And I was getting just um, a little... Paranoid, perhaps? Oh, hi, Ted. Are the cookies done? Just put them in the oven. Are you telling the Mysteria story? Yes, well... Audience, this is Ted Bellet. They just came over to decorate and bake cookies. And with impeccable timing, too. I have my own side of this particular story to add. Ted, I... We'd love to hear it! <sighs> well, this might as well happen. Perfect! It all started when E.G.'s niece Jasmine came over to my house. Jasmine! I had no idea you were in town. It's so good to see you. Hey, Ted. It's good to see you, too. I... I need your help. Come in. Come in. So, I'm here to stay with Uncle E.G. for the holidays, but I've hardly seen him at all. He's been in his office day and night working on this case, and whenever I do see him, he's murmuring things about she already knows, or she's already covered her tricks. Ted, I think he's losing it. I heard he was working on that case for the Light Festival, but I didn't realize he was in so deep. Ted, you've got to talk to him. I know you two are close. Maybe you can- Well, <sighs> E.G. and I haven't really spoken in a while. I don't know if I've really... <laughs> At that very moment, a falcon crashed into my window. Is that a falcon? Is it all right? He seems fine. Just dazed. There's a note attached to his leg. Horatio, you are the only one I can trust. Come as soon as possible. Signed, Tracy. What's that supposed to mean? Horatio and Tracy. Those are E.G. and my code names from Detective Club back in high school. He must really be in trouble. We hurried over to E.G.'s office. It was quite a sight. Papers everywhere. Cups of tea strewn about. E.G. pacing back and forth, muttering to himself. I know she knows that I know, but I can't let her know that she knows that I know. Uh, hey there, E.G. How's it going? Close the door, quick! She has eyes everywhere. I think she's tapped my phone. All right, all right. I wasn't that bad. You sent a messenger falcon to my house! Isn't it usually a messenger pigeon? I hate pigeons. He really hates pigeons. Anyways, after seeing him in such a state, Jasmine and I worked out a plan. Though we did have to resort to a tiny bit of trickery. All right, well, if you're really so worried about being compromised here, why don't we meet up at my house? Say, five o'clock? I'll whip up some of my famous Samoa's lattes. 
Oh, that's the cookies. Yes, well, I trusted Ted and Jasmine to have my best interests at heart, but when I got to Ted's house, there was someone else there. Miss Terrier? Ted, Jasmine, she's got to you too. E.G., it's not what you think. You've gotten too wrapped up in your head. We haven't even talked since I got here. You're losing your mind. Detective Lavender, I hope I'm not intruding. Your friend said you might want to collaborate on this case. Collaborate? But, uh, but you're the culprit! Excuse me? Your fingerprints on the breaker switch. All the townspeople being convinced it was ghosts. You turned them against me! I... I see. E.G., do you mind if I tell you a bit more about what I do? Sure. Fine. Might as well. I believe in ghosts. In the supernatural, yes. And sometimes I uncover them in my investigations, but I've found that often what people attribute to the spiritual is quite uh, natural. I like to give people closure on those cases as well. I'm an investigator just like you. So you're not trying to make everyone believe there's a ghost under every rock? No. They seem to believe that plenty well on their own. Uh, I'm sorry to all of you. I got so carried away with my one theory that I didn't look at the bigger picture. I would like to collaborate on the case. I could use the help. First, I think we need to establish who benefits from the Lex Festival and the Holiday Market failing. Well, the Holiday Market hasn't failed yet. You're right. Maybe it's not supposed to. What's the difference here? The Lights Festival is where the council chair gives a holiday speech, and the Holiday Market is where the mayor gives a holiday speech. And isn't Lady Grey the council chairwoman, the running mate of the only person to run against Mayor Oolong in ten years? Political subterfuge! Everything was falling into place perfectly. The mayor had been in charge of pulling the switch. She could have easily messed with the breaker while everyone was paying attention to Lady Grey's introduction. She'd set Miss Terry and I against each other to distract us from the truth, but she hadn't counted on us working together. Now all we needed was a confession, and we had a foolproof plan to get it. With a little help, of course. Cookie, don't mind if I do. again, Maya Oolong? Yep. Don't worry about locking up. I'll take care of it. Alright, well, have a good night. You too, Coco. Why the long hours, Maya Oolong? What? Who's there? Coco, is that you? Trying to work through a guilty conscience? Who are you? Show yourself. And then I appeared. 
You see, earlier that day, disguised as bathroom mirror maintenance people, we'd set up mirrors so that we could use Pepper's ghost illusion to make Ted look like a spectral figure. Along with a fabulous makeup job by E.G.'s niece, Jasmine. It is I, the holiday spirit. I accuse you, Mayor Oolong, of subverting the public's joy and merriment for your own personal gain. No. No. It's impossible. Tonight, as they lay peacefully in their beds, I will afflict all the citizens of Pottsville with dreams and visions of your deeds. Unless you confess. No, don't tell them. I did it. I confess. I sabotaged the lighting ceremony so that I would look like a hero when everything went right at the market. I needed a boost before the election. Aha! Did you get that on tape, Miss Teria? I sure did. Detective Lavender? Miss Teria? But... You tried to pull us apart in the season of togetherness. You tried to make us paranoid and angry. But it didn't work on Miss Terry and I, and it won't work on the people of Pottsville. After the news came out, Mayor Oolong resigned, and the town secretary, Coco Mack, stepped up and took her place. The lighting ceremony took place at the holiday market and went off without a hitch. Miss Teria, I wanted to thank you again for working on this case with me, in spite of my, um, my less than professional behavior. I'd love to work with you again in the future. Of course. Call me if you ever need anything. The same goes for you. Okay, coming through with Coco. Who wants one? Ooh, uh, me! That was quite a performance back there, Ted. You weren't bad yourself, EG. Hey, we're still holding auditions for the Christmas play down at the community theater. You should come try out. I uh, probably won't have, uh, have time What with the new office and all, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. So, are we gonna go get samples at the bake-off, or what? Yeah, come on, kiddo, let's go. And that's how I... And that's how we... Solved the case of the holiday disgrace. Another cookie? Of course! Mm. Oh, I wish I could share these with you listeners. They are incredibly delicious. Mm. So... Do you have anything else to say to the folks before we go? Well, we hope you all have a great holiday season and that you find joy in all your celebrations this year. Happy holidays! And don't forget to tune in next time, gang, for another exciting afternoon tea detective hour! Thank you for joining us for Afternoon Tea Detective Hour, brought to you by Plum Deluxe Tea. If you enjoy delicious loose leaf teas hand blended to perfection, be sure to visit plumdeluxe.com detective for a special offer. While you're there, vote to help decide what happens in the next episode. This is a community-driven, choose-your-own-adventure series. Again, that's plumdeluxe.com detective. Holiday Disgrace was written by Elora Powell. 
You can find more of her work at homeworldzine.com. It was directed and edited by Shelby Walden. You can find her other podcast, I Can't Believe I Watched the Whole Thing, on Spotify and other podcatchers. The narrator and E.G. Lavender were played by Cameron Widmark. You can find him on TikTok at William Songbird. Lady Grey and Clementine Grey were played by Elizabeth McDaniels, who you can find on Instagram at Lucent Lily. That's L-U-C-E-N-T dot L-I-L-Y. Mare Oolong was played by Hannah Johnson. Mysteria was played by Sarah J. Stevens. Sarah J. Stevens is available for narration on ACX.com. Copper was played by Liz Preston. Ted Velvet was played by Joshua Hebert. Jasmine was played by Moth, who you can find on Tumblr at songsforyourearholes.tumblr.com. Coco Mac was played by Shelby Walden. Additional voices were provided by Jenna Aleel and Liz Preston, along with the rest of the cast. The theme was created by Noah Powell, who you can find on Spotify and other streaming platforms under Noah Powell. Additional holiday music comes from Sound Street. Tracks used were Christmas Jazz and We Wish You a Merry Christmas. You can find those on Toontank.com. These tracks were edited for length. Thanks again for listening. We hope to see you next time.